Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Mr. Beacon Podcast is sponsored by Williot. Welcome to the Mr. Beacon Podcast, the only podcast that we know about that explores digital to physical convergence, the worlds of auto ID, real-time location systems, and indoor positioning. It's pretty niche, and we're pretty geeky. We try and think about business. We try and think about people. Um, and thank you so much for joining us. And I want to thank our very special guest, Eason yeah, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank Mr. You, Steve. Eason, for joining thank you us. for your invitation. Yeah. So you're, uh, you work at uh, uh, MindU, uh, and um, this is a fascinating company. I wanted to talk to someone from your company for years. Uh, oh, really? The, yeah. No, the reason yeah. is that you, uh, not only do you have an amazing product range, so if anyone goes to your website, they'll see that. It's great to hear diverse, that. Very diverse set of products. But... You're also behind many other brands. Uh, you know, there's a lot of companies that are uh, in the beacon business or selling Bluetooth tags, and they don't actually make their products. You do. <laughs> we actually have really good relationship with them. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a very interesting perspective because you have it through your own direct sales and you have it through these partners. So I, I, I can't wait to... Uh, hear a bit about uh, your views on the market. But let's start off kind of with a, a broad question about that. Um, uh, what are you seeing in terms of uh, IoT demands, uh, co commercial spaces, and just generally from your uh, vantage point, <laughs> what are you seeing? Of course, um in terms of the IoT, uh, Internet of Things demands for commercial space. And, you know, uh, no matter in China or other countries in the world, the Internet of Things is becoming uh, more and more popular. I think a lot of people want to know what the reasons behind all of this growth and popularity. And the Internet of Things has brought tremendous possibilities, you know, having really great impact on many industries today. Uh, some industries having... Uh, have accepted the IoT with the help of developers, while others have, are trying to adopt the technology and explore huge business uh, opportunities. 
um, you know, a lot of things are getting smart with the IoT technology, or it can just put a smart word in front of some industries like smart retail, smart logistics, smart healthcare, smart buildings like that, you know. Yes, we're going to be talking about all of this, uh, you know, things change uh, as we have the new chances coming up. Um, that's what we're going to do to help solutions provider to make a change to catch up the, with the group of the market. Um, so when talking about the, uh, the growth of the IoT demands, we can see that because of, uh, the IoT can also help them build advanced, powerful models and generate new revenue by increasing their return on investment, you know. So, um, yeah, um, what the IoT brought us today includes efficient business process. The enterprise can use the IoT to track their devices in real time and gain profound operational insight with the help of sensors. The uh, data helps them identify problems in the access and prove efficiency by minimizing energy cost and time wasting on maintenance. Uh, yes, I think uh, the the other thing is that we have um, much better security as real-time monitoring of workplace becoming possible and easier than before. Um, it can also, I think the IoT can also improve the uh, organizational productivity by improving the employee efficiency, efficiency and access utilization and reducing the maintenance cost. So that's why a lot of companies and enterprises want to get involved with the IoT, uh, with the IoT market. So that's how the opportunity come. So um, besides the inventory access tracking and management is one of the benefits we have from the IoT. Uh, that's what we are facing in a lot of companies. Yes, yeah, Steve. So. Uh... How long has your company been um, in this business for? Uh, it was over, um, let me guess, uh, let me just count, and maybe 15 years. 15 yeah, 15, years. over 15 years, yeah. For manufacturing the hardware device, and, you know, we are focused on the researching and the development and manufacturing and sales hardware IoT devices. That's what we're uh, focused on. So you, you were making electronics and devices before the beacon market took off and you've seen it from the beginning. How would you characterize the growth in, in sales? Uh, if you were to describe, um, the relative volumes of what you're seeing in terms of orders, um, is it, uh, has it plateaued? Is it going up or what's the trends that you're seeing? Um, in terms of the beacons development, I think we have the beginning from the 2013. You know, 2013, it was the time when the Apples launched the iBeacon. You know, the, yeah, that was the time we uh, began to do something about the beacons development. You know, uh, in, when it comes to the markets overseas around the world, it's still going up. But uh, I think we are pretty much close to the uh, the the pick of the uh, trends. So we have to do something interest, uh, interesting and innovative. We have to do something new and different, uh, not just root to beacons, but uh, we got to do something, uh, varieties, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, and you certainly have that. You have 
very robust products. Uh, you have beautiful looking products. You have something that is, I think, uh, pays tribute to the, uh, um, uh, the air tag or whatever it is, the, uh, you know, the app yeah, thing have. that, uh, that uh, you can now have. Air tag, um, you know. And, and you also have, uh, devices that read the broadcast, the gateways and so forth. Um, I also noticed that you have an angle of arrival, uh, product. Is that, um, is that something that you are shipping now or is it something that you're going to be launching in the future? Yeah. Yeah. The angle of arrival is what we're focused on the, the higher level of the indoor location. Yeah. We, we're not just doing something like the RSSI and it's a traditional way to, to locate something, you know, so we have to, uh, move forward to use something new, like the angle of arrival. That's what we are focused on. So, uh, I think this is, um, the trend of the lo indoor locations, uh, uh, indoor locations trend, you know, not just angle of arrival, but we have, uh, uh, we have a research on the UWB or something else like that. So ultra wideband as well as, uh, Bluetooth. Um, so are you shipping the angle of arrival product now? Yeah, we are shipping the angle of arrival now. So yeah, we are just, uh, focused on the hardware design. You know, we are also working on the algorithm of the uh, angle of arrival systems. You know, that, that's the most difficult part of our engineering, you know, the algorithm, the software, but, uh, we're trying to do our best to figure it out. Yeah. Yes. But the hardware is, it's okay. And we're shipping the hardware to some partners and, uh, companies right there. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I think distinguishes you. A lot of American beacon companies, a lot of European beacon companies aren't really beacon companies. They sell, um, the hardware reluctantly and they're really trying to make money out of the software. But yeah, it, seems, yeah. it seems like your company is happy to just sell the hardware. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we focus on the hardware design, manufacturing, and sales, something like that. We, we're, we just wanted to, uh, have the partnership with this software company or a solutions provider or system integrators because, uh, we just focus on our own parts, the hardware and the, uh, software. We can, uh, just cooperate with others. That's how we get together and put the system. Uh, into a high level to just uh, giving a better service to the customers. You're focusing on the hardware, which is refreshing because I think sometimes people don't want the software <laughs> that uh, some vendors are trying to sell. Um, what are the opportunities and challenges that you see solution providers facing now? Your your customers, uh, I'm sure you get to know them well. What What are the opportunities and challenges for them uh in terms of the opportunities or uh the challenge for solutions provider uh i just want to jump into the challenge as we've seen in this iot space you know there's a lot of data if you look at the most common one from the iot signals report that uh is that a lot of these projects of for this commercial space whether it's asset monitoring or uh condition monitoring if even you know commercial real estate occupancy and analysis, a lot of these things fail early on the proof of concept stage. We see it over and over again because maybe 
there are over 50% of the projects fail in their POC stage, which leads to, uh, to the uh, waste of manpower, time, materials and resources and the financial resources. What a waste, you know. And the top reasons given are, uh, the first one I think is the projects are too complicated. You know, the data of these projects are numerous and complex which uh, requires strong processing ability to analyze data, but not all companies have this ability to handle. And the second one is that uh, in terms of the, uh, the challenges, I, I think the second, uh, the challenge is gonna be the ROI. Yeah, the ROI is not clear. Maybe they built something, uh, but they didn't really know until they were way down the path to spend a year building it, and it wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna make any money, right? Like it takes a certain amount of time and energy and let the projects go on before they know whether the project is going to make any sense, which will cause a waste of resources to a certain extent, you know. And the last one and the last challenge that I think uh, is that it doesn't scale, you know. Um, maybe they build it once in a lab and then they look it out, they, they talk it out into the real world and realize, wow, this is really hard to install and put into practice. Economies, the economies don't scale very well, and that's the lack of scalability. And it may only be uh, used in a single place, but not any other areas. So we've seen a lot of these things going on around some solutions provided all the time. And so what we need to do is to uh, accelerate them to prove their, accelerate their uh, proof of concepts because on average, I think a lot of you in our audience probably have experienced this. Uh, the average IoT pilot takes about 11 months, you know. So if you spend 11 months doing the first step, it's really hard to build a business around that. To, that's repeatable. Yes, I think that was the uh, challenges uh, for, for the solutions provided. Yeah. That's gold. Uh, that's really, I think what you said is absolutely spot on. And I think it obviously comes from uh, a lot of experience working with many companies. And I guess they come to you and they order a few products for the pilot and you're banking on them scaling and then they don't. And I mean, the ones that really resonated with me are the lack of clarity on what the ROI is and the um, and the uh, the challenges with scaling. And it's funny because, you know, in my day job, I'm selling uh, Bluetooth tags and uh, the services <laughs> okay. and the sensing and so forth. And when you ask people, so what's the ROI? They really struggle. Almost everyone struggles to tell you. And then, you know, quite often, um, if you're working through a channel partner, they will say, well, of course, there's an ROI. They wouldn't be doing it if there wasn't an ROI. And you're like, yeah, but what, what is the ROI? And uh, uh, how do you? So I think I think your prescription was do the proof of concept faster. So at least you can fail fast. That's that's your your advice is fail fast, uh, get it done. And so, you know, if there's a problem with scaling, that you know that there's a problem with uh, the ROI. Um, is there anything else that people can do? Or is, is it just a matter of get on with it and do it quickly? 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The ROI, I think... The people have to do some research before the projects. You know, uh, they have to uh, s- uh, research what they uh, really want to do for the projects, and they have really uh, better understanding about the cost, the overall cost about uh, the projects or the devices they have, and they have to really uh, good pre- predict uh, predictions about the outcome of the projects to. Uh, to uh, achieve what they uh, what they like, uh, so I think they have to make a better preparations before the projects, uh, before they take actions. You know, so yeah. I think that's true, and um, sometimes um, sometimes people can do it themselves. You know, they can uh, get the cross functional team together, get finance involved, get buy-in to what the ROI is, quantified explicitly. I, I see that happening. Um, sometimes it requires bringing in a consultant. You know, uh, they joke about what's a consultant. He's someone who reads your watch and tells you what the time is. And that's very dismissive. But I think for some people, sometimes you need a neutral person, a third-party person that can say, yeah, this is going to save uh, 10% of your capital employed if you can uh, if you can do a better job of asset tracking. And uh, of course, not every consultant will do that. But sometimes when you bring that consultant in, he's sort of empowered to ask the tough questions and speak to the top levels in the company and go across the the functions. And I think that's super important. This is great. I wasn't expecting to have this conversation with you. Let's, but let's get back to some of the things that you're uh, making. Um, you've, uh, it seems like you've recently produced a developer kit. Can you tell me a bit about that? Uh, yes. I like to share something about the uh, developer kit. So with that, the challenges we have faced, uh, so uh, the MyNew IoT development kit, you know, so, so MyNew has a lot of experience in low power wireless hardware devices, uh, R&D and manufacturing and sales. We focus on smart office, retail, logistics, healthcare. Uh, we have a large partner ecosystem and many kinds of sensor devices that can collect data from the market and bring it into the cloud platform re- really seamlessly. So we do this in a special way we actually don't put our own cloud application in front of, of everything. So our focus is really on providing suitable hardware devices for the specific application, as I just mentioned above. 
So we provide uh, mature uh, hardware devices for customer solutions, which can uh, flexibly join customers' network. And we can also support, uh, the, the development kit also support the Amazon Cloud, which is AWS, you know, the Microsoft Cloud and the other public cloud platforms. So the kit has really good scalability and the functionality. So um, what's more, and we just can, we can turn it into the large number of products to different application scenario and provide hardware basis for customers early testing, uh, showing the feasibility and the adaptability and functionality of our products just to verify uh, the implementation of customers own solutions and reduce the losses caused by the misjudgment in the early stage. You know, so so tell me, uh, let's get to some specifics. Uh, how much does it cost, and and what's in it? Uh, you know, the prices. Uh, I can tell you the uh, our self service team will share with you the price of the development kit with you. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, 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 I'm going to yeah. cheat here. I checked uh, online, and it seemed like it was like two hundred and sixty bucks. Two hundred and sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have batch beacons, uh, we have access beacons, uh, we have the, the regular size beacons like the, our uh, temperature and humidity sensors inside. And we also have the gateway, you know, the indoor location gateway, our G1 uh, as our data hub. So we put uh, everything inside as a starter kit to help the solution provider. Yeah. And you know, why, uh, why go for the kit versus just buying a couple of, uh, uh, of the products a la carte? Uh, uh, what is the significance of the kit from a developer's uh, perspective? Okay, um, uh, the, so we've done with the kit strategy with that we put the Bitcoin sensors and gateway together and then our starter kit allows developer to build something that could be done in a pretty short time, you know, that's also scalable when you decide to do it over and over again in a large enterprise or with a much bigger idea. And that's what uh, my new G1 starter kit is all about. So take, taking a process that could normally take in weeks and months down to a few days and not require a lot of coding and a lot of custom development to get to that decision if you're going to go and not go with a particular project. Because as we know, not every project is going to become a large production scale operation, right? Some customers just don't get it, but we want to be able to take them to the market as soon as we can, especially after they get the POC test done. Uh, then they can quickly to choose the right beacons from our development kit, maybe one or two beacons they want for the next step. I think that's really good advice. I, back when I worked at Qualcomm, we had this amazing user experience team. And before they ever developed anything, they would mock up the solution and they would, you know, create software by just uh, uh, writing things on pieces of paper. And so it, maybe it wasn't the per it wasn't the real solution. It wasn't the perfect solution. But just by getting that in front of customers, you learn so much. And so I think. Uh, this uh, developer kit approach is a really uh, is a really sound one. You know, I wish we had more time to talk, uh, Eason, but uh, it was great getting your perspective. You have a unique perspective as you're kind of inside so many other vendors' solutions as well as selling your own. 
Um, I want to thank you for coming on the, the, the show. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Very good. And I also want to thank uh, you, our listeners and our viewers. Um, we really appreciate your, uh, uh, your support over 130 episodes now of the Mr. Beacon podcast. Do uh, like us, do subscribe, uh, do tell your friends. Also want to thank Jesse Hazelrig, who's the producer of our show, and Nelson Fernandez, who is uh, our editor. And I want to thank Starbucks for all they're doing for our family, uh, employing our, uh, our son, uh, who uh, uh, is uh, on the autism spectrum. Um, uh, so thanks a lot. See you next time. And do hang around. Uh, I've got uh, a really great conversation uh, with Eason, talking a little bit about uh, his life um, um, uh, working in China and uh, some amazing song choices. So thanks very much. So, uh, Eason, whereabouts do you live? Um, um, right now, I'm just living in Shenzhen. I'm uh, which is uh, one of the most biggest cities in China. You know, it's located in the southern part of China, Guangdong province. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's pretty close to Hong Kong, uh, pretty close. So, Wonderful. you know that? Yes. Just out of interest, sort of what's, what's life like there? How do you get to work? Um, does it take you, do you have a long commute? What kind of place do you live in? I. These may seem like strange questions, but uh, I don't get to talk to people in China very often, so it's kind of interesting. You mean commute to work? Yeah. Uh, I just live nearby our company right now. I just rent an apartment. It's pretty close, uh, so then I can have a work over day uh, over time uh, because I live so f- close. You know, so I I don't I don't spend much time on commuting. You know. <laughs> Do, do you yeah. walk to work or you take a bike or? Uh... I just walk to work, just walk to work, you know, in five minutes because I, you know, the apartment just right near our company, you know, <laughs> just right near. But you, um, we were talking earlier and you were telling me that you'd spent time in the States. Uh, uh, when was that? How long did you spend in America? Oh, it's from 2015, you know, I've spent three years overseas in the United States. Uh, I have completed my master's degree. You know, I was focused on the telecommunication management and services, which is our, which is my uh, graduate's majors. So it's pretty close to uh, what I'm doing now, the job, you know, that's how I get my career started. So I remember uh, it was a pretty wonderful time for me in the United States from the 2015 to uh, 2018 something. Yeah. Very good. And did you, when you came back, did you um, go straight to uh, Minyu or, or did you, uh, uh, mind you, sorry. Uh... Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, actually, I didn't uh, find a job directly to Minyu. I have another job at the first beginning. You know, I changed uh, because one, once I found my interest and my advantage is right in my major you know my major was telecommunication so that's why that's why i uh, picked my new company as my uh long career path so because you felt your um 
your qualification was relevant and uh, you were passionate. Yes, very close. Yeah, I think I'm qualified to, yeah, to do this industry and for my career. No doubt, and I'm sure your uh, time in America helps. Given, uh, I'm assuming a lot of your customers are American companies, or or, or not. I just uh, found a job in the United States, but my parents have asked me to come back to China, so so I haven't spent a lot of time after graduation. So just come back directly. Yes. So you know we have this tradition of asking our guests for three songs that mean something to them. Um, which ones did you choose? Um, the three songs. I think I'm gonna pick uh, uh, "See You Again." You know, the Fast and Furious, mm -hmm. the movie. You yes. know, uh, "See You Again," which is exactly I want to share today because the song was released in 2015. You know, 2015 by the Charlie Puth. Uh, this is a song by the Charlie Poo. It was really nice. I love it so much. I'm not sure if you listen. Uh, so it is exactly, it's actually in memory of Paul Walker, the movie star who passed away in 2015. All right. Uh, uh, 2015 was also a really special year for me because I was still in the United States back then. It was a wonderful time, a great time for me because uh, I have not only got my master's master's degree, um, pretty much like um, what I'm doing now. Um, that's how I get my career started. But uh, also, I made a lot of new American friends till now. Some of them are still keeping in touch. I miss them really much. So whenever I listen to this song, I think of the time I spent in the U.S. had a great time with my friends over, the, over there in New York City and New Jersey. So I'm really looking forward to see them again. My American friends, yeah, wonderful. And yeah, it was really wonderful. And the second song that I wanted to share is um, "Oh Father," you know, by the Body Jones. Yeah, it was released in the 2010. You know, 10 years ago. You know, one of my favorite songs. Um, I like one of the words in this songs. The first sentence is, "It was like, oh Father, I never want anything from you but time." Uh, oh. Yes, yes, my yes, my father pay, has paid a lot for me since I was a little kid, and I always thankful. And I think this is a gift from God. You know, my dad has tried everything he can to create a good environment for my education and growth, and taught me a lot of things like what responsibility is and how to be a man. That's how to shape who I am. Um, be responsible for the job and yourself your families or loved one, uh, pretty much like what you did to your son, right, Steve? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my, my dad is getting old, 17 or something. I really hope God bless him and give him more time to, to get old slowly and give me more time to stay with him because um, uh, we are now separated in two different places. I work in a big city, you know, uh, and he's in a small town. Uh, 500 miles apart between two of us. So when I listen to this song, I miss him so much. Of course, I miss my mother too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very touching. I'm, I'm very moved. Yeah, it was very touching. Yes, my father's getting old, yeah. And, and this last song I want to share is the uh, Stronger, you know, the Stronger. Um, 
what doesn't kill you make you stronger. That's pretty high. Yeah, that's pretty high song that I used to play it over and over again in my phone when I was down. And I love the words from it. Like, you know, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's famous. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I just came back to China and I lived my son in a big city. And I started to work all day long. No one's been around to help. Um, sometimes uh, things went not really well during some projects, you know, ups and downs. Um, I probably felt depressed, but not always upset. I, I got to do something and I got to make a change, use my mind to think deeply in the middle of the night to uh, figure out some solution to the problem, you know, never give up. And I always make it through because I believe uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to recommend it to you, Steve. Those were amazing choices. I'm so grateful to you for uh, choosing them, uh, Ethan. Um, thank you very much. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 